to the Unscripted Playbook podcast. I mean, no, last week, John messed that shit up. He called it Plubeck. Plubeck or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck that was. In case you're wondering who the fuck I am, I am your guest host. Akbar, the sportsman, (laughs) podcaster. I wear all the sports because I know all the sports. Lakers on my t-shirt. Detroit. I don't even know Tigers, Lions. Beads, you could tell me. That's a bit, yeah, that's true, Tigers, yeah. And I have tennis rackets around my neck. <laughs> Why doesn't your hat fit you? Because I have my headphones on. <laughs> so, um, you could, I mean, if we ever upload this, they're going to see that I'm my my luxurious escape room, which oh. is my goddamn closet. Because uh, I have a six-month-year-old, and I have to creep creep around the house like a... Little alien. Oh my god. Um, John, can we start off the podcast and talk about your stupid rackets behind your head, please? <laughs> yes. Just like everybody else decides to do that. I know you're just fishing for something here. I'm not gonna bite on it. Yes, they're a popular item of discussion, but I'm not gonna go into details. They are old rackets, and no one really can see this unless they we upload this clip. I have old rackets behind me, so you're gonna hear it a lot. I have uh, new rackets around my neck, but uh, so <laughs> let's start this off with, uh, I don't know your guys' intro by a heart. Uh, I am the producer. That music that you just heard right now, that sexy, lustrous, kind of silky smooth to the ears, and it kind of gave you a <laughs> or like <laughs> um, that is uh, <laughs> going to get cut. Don't worry. We'll cut it out. Um, uh, that is me. And so uh, I am the man behind these two guys uh, at all times. Um, and I enjoy that view from <laughs> as much as I can. Uh, so, yeah. So, guys, why don't you kick off with the uh, real intro and then wow. we'll go from there. Luckily, we have a good producer who can cut most of that yes. so that we have a normal start. But, he's yes. Just, I feel like he's just creating more work for himself. I don't yep. know. If, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're starting at the – looks like we're starting at the two minutes and 40 second mark. Mental <laughs> note. Be, uh, mental note beach. Uh, but, uh, yes. This is episode six of the Unscripted Playbook, Unscripted Playbook podcast. Unscripted and playbook. this week – it's myself, it's BJ, and we are finally, finally joined with our amazing producer and not-so-humble producer, Akbar. Thank you so much for actually finally joining us. He is the one who does everything behind the scenes. He created the music. He does all the posts. He does pretty much everything that makes us sound awesome. So, Akbar, really appreciate you being here, finally. Is it uh, like this? Is this too close to the mic? I, I'm not I'm not sure how far away I should be right now, guys. I mean, and, just, and just so everyone knows, he harasses us every week about how close we are to our mic you got the lighting on in your room is terrible he doesn't like the sound yeah the jiggling of the ice in the cup and it took about how long jay 25 minutes for uh akbar to set up his equipment (laughs) i i'll admit that i'm probably uh the least uh probably equipped out of all you guys right now you guys make me look like shit I'm in my closet. I am keeping that intro, by the way. I can't. I can't take you seriously in your closet every time I look. I'm by the end of this. I'm gonna have lost about 10, 10 pounds of water weight. Is it? Is it hot? Is it hot in there? Like, is it it's actually? Starting. It's starting. I'll just start shedding layers. We'll just put on new clothes. Like I have all my t-shirts ready to go here. Wow, good start, Akbar. If we still have any listeners, we'll probably go oh, ahead and continue. My God. I don't you're, th- you're one fan left. I don't know. <laughs> you're making fun of our show. Wow. Oh, All right. Oh my God. Should we start, Beach? 
I don't uh, think so. I mean, I'll, I'll preface that. Sorry, guys. Um, I know very little about sports, so I'm just here to kind of uh, just enjoy the atmosphere and interject uh, uh, quips and jokes whenever I can. Maybe just do some fact checking. Yeah, uh, fact checking would be good. That would, that would be most helpful. And if you want to ask questions about anything we talk about, Beej and I are definitely more obsessed with sports than you are. So don't yeah. hesitate because we may have listeners who are not fully versed like we are. So ask questions that you think would help clarify or just... If you're like, there's no stupid question with us, honestly, because we may not even know either. Yeah, sure. like my knowledge ends at Dave Steeb and John Olerud. Uh, <laughs> we call we them John Olerud. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that Olerud? I say Olerud. I say Olerud, man. Yeah, and Dave Steeb, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys Dave say e- legend. Do you guys say Igloo or Igloo? Igloo. Okay. Here we go. Take three. Welcome to the Unscripted <laughs> Playbook. <laughs> B, do you want to go first, man? Um, sure, no, no. I could go first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I have so many. I wrote down. You guys want me, want me to be honest. I wrote down like fifteen topics. Obviously, we won't get through all of them. Bring a bring three good ones. Three really good ones. Okay. Um. What can we talk about? Okay. NBA All Star Game. I don't know if you guys have heard, but they are planning on having the NBA All Star Game played this year, amidst a, p- a pandemic. Obviously. Thoughts? I'll go to you uh, first, Akbar. I'm going to you first. Me. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on holding, I mean, where, where's it being held? That's a good question. Fat checker, Akbar. Yeah, Akbar, you go ahead <laughs> and Let find that out check. and I'll give you, I'll give you my, I'll give you my piece while you sure. actually find out. Cause we should know that, uh, beach <clears throat> unprepared. <laughs> I've, I didn't think anything of it until LeBron raised the flag saying, this is a, this, this is a pretty selfish act by the NBA. It's pretty careless. It's greedy, et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't clue in until I thought about it some more. He's totally right. This is absolutely unnecessary. We we orchestrating these bubbles. We're keeping teams where they need to be. We're limiting contact. And then you want to bring every team into one building and their families? Are they not are they going to bring their families with them to travel for that All-Star game or are they just going to bring the players and that's it? Even if they only bring the players, you're still bringing 30 teams together as opposed to just two at a time that it normally is. So I think it's dumb. I don't want to see one. I don't need to see one. What about you? I I agree 100%. I mean, I look at all the all-star games, the the Pro Bowl, which is awful, the NHL All-Star game, which is probably NHL All-Star game, which is probably the second, second best, maybe, maybe, or the best out of all of them. And then NBA is probably like a close second. And it's just like, it's such a pointless game. Nobody you said the NHL all-star game is the best one. Probably. I think the, the game, hold on, cool. let's back it up. The game mm-hmm. is the best one. Or are we, ta- are we taking into account skills here? Cause I feel like you're meaning to say the skills. I mean the skills and then kind of, uh, I guess the effort's not really there as much. Eh? I like the you skills ba- way more than the game. Ba- baseball might actually might be the best one. Because it actually means something. They have to win. Exactly. I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Getting getting the home field advantage if you yes. win that game. Yes. That is And huge. they try. They try every inning. They it's try true. just like a real... They, they may try more than a regular baseball game. Is it's that... true. They probably... Do. Well, I don't know if they do. I just think it's just probably more talent on the field. So you're going to see more of a display. But I honestly think it's a pointless game. The NBA get, gets a lot of things right. As far as caring for their players, I usually have them number one above every four one of one of the four major sports but they are dropping the ball with this big time pointless playing that game 
Totally so agree. Adam nice. Silver is Adam Silver's all over this. He doesn't really make any mistakes. This one is bizarre. And it sounds like it's Agreed. not even up for debate. It sounds like it's happening and NBA's got to deal with it. Akbar. So it looks like it's happening at uh, Indianapolis. Um, but so we, uh, why is it not happening in the bubble? Why, why so is there, there is no bubble for the NBA this year. Oh, yes. there's no bubble. That's how much mm. sports I know, guys. No, that's a good question. <laughs> they did have a bubble they at the did. end of last season. Um, and then this season, they're just playing like normal. And I don't think you can actually bring there's, I think six arenas have fans. That's all. Right. And mm. some have yeah. <laughs> sniffing dogs. If you uh, are a loyal Coins listener, sniffing. you'll know. <laughs> That's some dedicated fans right there. So, so I mean, like, what, what is the difference between uh, having an all-star game and then if they're just playing in the regular arena, what's the real difference if their teams are traveling anyways? It's one last game where you risk getting COVID. That's how. That's the way I look at it, right? I, I mean, the NFL literally week to week was struggling. It was like literally like if we can get every game played, that's a win. The NBA should have the same mindset. It's like, let's just focus on the regular season, the playoff games, get as many games in as possible as we can following the protocols, and we're good to go. But this is one game that they don't have to. And then, like John said, one player pretty much from every team is meeting together. Yeah, when you have a regular NBA game right now and a player like Kevin Durant, who's been pulled out of two games now, he because there he was either near someone who tested. Imagine now... If someone gets a positive test during or after the All-Star game, every team is going to have to be put on hold. Am I wrong? I feel like that that would be close contact, right? No? Well, I, of I course. Feel, You're in the same yeah. building as someone who just tested positive, and all right. 30 teams are there. Now, well, I guess that games aren't going to be postponed. That player, who is essentially the ones who pay the bills, the best player from every team, is not going to be allowed to play. Can you imagine how pissed off? Every other team is going to be that, oh, sorry, LeBron, you can't play for the Lakers. Kyrie, Harden, you can't play right. You can't play for another two weeks for the Nets. It's literally going to be bench players playing against bench players. Who is going to watch that? I don't understand why that this is not being considered by the NBA. I mean, I think BG said it pretty pretty well there. I mean, uh, a Pro Bowl game is stupid. I mean, I think the All-Star game for NBA and NHL are kind of dumb. The only thing really is the skills contest, but even then... Everyone's just giving out tens for dunks, anyways. It's just like I feel like we've seen, we've seen everything happen. It's really, it's really rare for us to see like a really amazing dunk. But I mean, mind you, if I was from a different generation when I was younger and I did watch sports, that was my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to watch because you're like, oh shit, like how did you do that? That's so cool. Like I was really, really into it. So I mean, that aspect of it is interesting. But I mean, I don't know who's really, really watching this stuff besides that. I remember the best one in a long time, I think, was with Gordon Hayward. And I want to say that was 2017. I'm going to give you an error and omission right there. Uh, oh, did I say Gordon Hayward? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The white My guy. Bad. White yeah. guy in, uh, on the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron something? Aaron Gordon. Yeah. And Zach. Damn, Gavin. guys, uh, look. Gordon. Look at that. Yeah. Gordon Hayward is definitely not <laughs> the same player. <laughs> He is does not leap the same way, and he cannot jump over a mascot to dunk. <laughs> Do we we don't even have to spend time making that omission next week because we've no, used no, up the time now. We're good. I have some some more from the last couple of weeks as well. <laughs> Great, cool. Uh, okay, so we're all in agreement. Stupid idea. Stupid idea. Next. Uh, hold on. Are we going to watch it? <laughs> Awkward. I'm going to. But I feel like it'd be like a like. 
You, you kind of no, no. Actually, I'm not gonna say it. Moving on. <laughs> what you're you're gonna watch it? No, no, no. I uh, yeah, yeah I'd probably watch it if it's on. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, but I'll watch it for sure. Akbar, are you gonna watch? No, you don't watch. I, I don't have TV. So, uh, <laughs> you can get it on the web on the line. I could. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go over to me. <laughs> Jay, um, up. I'm up, and I'm. I have three good ones. First one. Okay. Novak Djokovic. Oh, God. <laughs> Had to be said. Has to be talked about. Um, last year, I liked Novak Djokovic. I was no. I should correct myself. Last year, I was indifferent. Akbar. I'm glad you're here for this one because you have hated him for years. I defended him and I said, he's just kind of a really good player who keeps his mouth shut and does things rather authentically. And never have I seen someone switch over so quickly because now I'm not alone. There's a lot of people who dislike him for his disingenuous behavior, for his selfish behavior during the pandemic. And now for his, not faking of injuries, but he clearly exaggerates injuries in order for sympathy, but now we're learning it's more to throw off the opponent because some people, when they know their opponent is injured, they might take their foot off the gas. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's something. Anyway, the backstory on it, we can just talk about not necessarily him, but people who are like him because I've come across people like that even at the level that I've played. And Beach, I'm sure you've run to quite a few as well. Mm-hmm. He fell during a match he continued to play and lost the following two sets. And then he magically repaired himself and he won in the fifth set. Then after the game, he said, I, he said, it's absolute. I definitely tore my oblique. Now I'm not a doctor, but if you tear an oblique, you cannot play 48 hours later, like he did and very easily handle Milos Raonic, who is an excellent tennis player. So now he's actually getting a little bit more vague on his injury. He's not backpedaling necessarily, but he's keeping it vague and won't go into more detail. Akbar, it's probably a good week to have you on here because he's clearly exaggerating his injury because I watched his game and for someone with a torn oblique, the amount of gymnastics and lunging and reaching he was doing was miraculous. I'm curious of your thoughts on that. I mean, I think there's so many levels. I mean, I, I do know a little bit about tennis, and there's so many different uh, levels with the Djokovic kind of stories that we can go into, and his tactics, and his kind of, I don't know, ethics. Um, but, um, I, I, yeah, we were chatting earlier. I, I don't know what it's, it's coming down to anymore. Like, I don't know if this is sort of... Part of what I, I was reading, part of it was... Someone's, someone's theory is that because he's accomplished so much and because he he is his own competitor now like his playing field is kind of just nothing like everyone's just so easy to him he's he's kind of this it's this era is like he he is this era a uh, best best tennis men's best tennis player um according he, to him not according to me uh, or BJ probably well i mean put personality aside i can i mean i i think he is like we we're in a lucky kind of situation where we have three literally three goats like in tennis in men's tennis we have nadal we have djokovic we have federer uh, i don't think we'll ever see the likes of them like in a long long time but um djokovic is definitely going to like, eventually retire as a goat and and whether or not that means uh i like him or not i mean i don't i don't appreciate like the things that he's done in terms of tactics, like this being one of them. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys can attest to having pulled muscles. I, I've had grade two, grade two strains in my hamstrings and my Achilles. Um, I couldn't walk for months after those, those strains. Um, and I mean, I know they're getting different treatments and they're super athletes. So, but to say that you're going to come back and play the way you did. Um, Sorry, yeah. I should interject there, Akbar, because the one thing I wanted to make clear is that he said after his five setter against Fritz, he said, it's torn. Oh, uh, yeah, he said it was torn. But also he said, I don't think I'm going to play next match. I don't think I will be able to play next match. It's still up in the air. That's what pisses me off because we all know that he's playing next game. And that whole like, oh, feel bad for me. I might play next game. And then after he beats Raonic, which he claimed he might not play, he then played. He then won and said, if this wasn't a major, I would not have played. And that to me is disrespect like you wouldn't believe to a competitor. How would but you possibly I think you, say that? You're, you're like touching on so many different things with Djokovic. Like, so I, I think it's part like so that one person has that theory about uh, him being his own competitor. So he needs that boost to kind of put himself at a disadvantage to mentally have to overcome it. The I agree two, with that, but don't put roundage down. Don't put roundage down by saying something like that. So yeah, so two is exactly what you're saying is that um, he's using some sort of like gameplay like you know, in NHL, whether it's lower body injury, lower body injury, I'm sure like the coaches are kind of planning accordingly, like for, for the for the players to match up for different players, right? So I'm guessing if he's saying that you know he's got a torn oblique, maybe Roundich's coach is kind of compensating, or even Roundich himself is maybe like, okay, I got a chance at this, I got a chance at this. So they're mentally psyching themselves out. Uh, and three, I think the the other thing is is that he loves. So he's he's gotten like the shit out of the stick between. So like there was there was Federer and Adal for so long such a long time and then Djokovic came along and like it wasn't it wasn't three as a company it was three as a crowd for them so uh and, and I feel like that uh he's always been kind of the villain but he didn't want to embrace the villain he's like hey guys I'm 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 here I'm ready to play some tennis I'm happy to be part of this this kind of conversation but no one wanted him. like everyone was like you soured our 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 cake you know like we had two good like rivalry like it's rivalry here and you're coming along and fucking it all up and so um, I think he's kind of had a play with that to kind of uh, cry wolf a little bit. Like, I don't know if that's sort of his, I don't know if that, I'm, I'm not, this is all speculation. This is how I feel that he's crying wolf and uh, just wants the empathy from the crowd or like, oh my God, woe, woe is me, woe is me. In reality, I think he should have played the villain card this whole time. I would have respected him way, yeah. way more. I think you and I were texting about that. I totally agree. Like Daniel Medvedev, last or two years ago at the US Open, he was hated, hated. And he kept telling the crowd, give me more, give me more. And it made him play better. And that's fine. I hated him too. Then he did something at the end of the tournament and he actually said to the fans, you know what? I made a mistake. I villainized myself. I take it back. I hope you can understand, blah, blah, blah. And now he's loved. All good. But he admitted he was a villain, and he still can be. But Djokovic refuses to believe that he is. He keeps saying, guys, love me, please. Oh, I'm hurt. Please understand. You're so right, man. You're bang on. Beach, do you want to talk? Love me, love me. Shower me with kisses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of when you said that. Good, um, good Seinfeld. <laughs> honestly, I fucking hate Djokovic. Joker, <laughs> sorry. Djokovic, Joker, whatever his fucking It's okay, yeah. Gordon Hayward, man. Gordon Hayward. Oh, fuck. I can't stand him. Honestly, I hate the whole, like, I'm hurt. I lost that set because I'm hurt. Medical timeout. Did he take a medical timeout? Obviously, he did. Yeah. Obviously, after he went two sets down. Jay? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't lose a set unless he's hurt, right? So Right. So, medical timeout. He buys a little bit of time. And he does it in every... 
Every time I watch him, he loses a set, medical timeout. And if it's above 85 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Correct. I mean, to, to, to like his, uh, what's the expression? Like not to his benefit, but to his... Uh, uh, to like his credit? To, to his credit, or yeah, like to kind of balance it out. Nadal and, and sometimes Federer have been known, like the bigger guys have been known to kind of use that, like use and abuse that medical timeout to their advantage whenever, like to change like that, like that pace if someone's gaining momentum. To kind of, I got sort no of issues like, with that. I got no issues know? with that. And the reason why... Is because Nadal will sometimes take an injury timeout, but if you look, his injuries are really severe. And two, Federer does the bathroom break. So I watch a lot of Federer, if not all his games. He doesn't do the injury thing. He does the bathroom thing. And when he goes to the bathroom, he goes for as long as he wants. (laughs) He gets a separate toilet. The umps forget to keep time. They let him go. And no one's going to say shit because he's the best tennis player in the world. But Djokovic makes his injuries noticeable. He makes his injury timeouts very... Um, exaggerated. He's yes. always lying down. Even if it's rest, he'll lie down on there. He'll pull his shorts up as high as he can to show, okay, he's obviously super hurt and anything he does is so impressive to come back from. Well, t- tell me this guy, like, would would you guys say the equivalent, like, because I know you guys aren't big fans of LeBron. I don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. 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 Would, you, would you guys equivalent, like, equivalent or equivocate? All right, I don't know what the fucking word is. I'm losing my language. E- equalite. We, would you guys equalize uh, him to Djokovic in the sense that he's probably going to retire as one of the greatest, uh, if maybe, if, no, I don't mean that. I'm not going to say Jordan. I'm not going to talk about that whole conversation. But like, he's going to retire as one of the greatest. But there's just so many little things with the flopping or the attitudes or that kind of stuff with with LeBron. Do you feel like that kind of, they're kind of mirroring in that sense? Good point. I, don't know. Uh, I think it's a bad comparison. I yeah. mean, yeah, I think it's a bad comparison because, like, LeBron, like, I mean, the guy, I don't think he's missed a game this year. And the only times he's missed game, I mean, there was a period where he was taking, uh, he was doing the, the one game on, one game off, one game on, one game off. And then he realized it was bad for his image. And then he just started playing every game. And he's been doing that the last few years. And the only time he missed time was because of a serious injury, which pretty much ended the season. So, I think it's a bad comparison as much as I don't like LeBron. And and um, as far as Joker being, he was not, I don't think he'll be, and no matter what he does, I don't think he's going to be the greatest tennis player ever. Yeah. You mentioned Just that, because of that you mentioned he'd be the goat, but he, there's only one goat in tennis, right? And it's going to be Federer. I mean, I think there's going to be a goats per era, no? Like it, it, it can't go by titles. You can't necessarily... Well, I guess you have to go by titles. I, actually, I say I that think a lot. Might, I think Nadal might eclipse Federer. I actually think that. Uh, <clears> I mean, that's a debate at, for another time. You also have to look at the fact that Nadal won, what, 75% of his titles on clay? Whereas right. Fed dominated all, except clay. Right. So he right. dominated three of them. But, but he yeah. struggled on one, eh? He struggled clay. He struggled because on clay. Nadal. Yeah. He couldn't seem right. to get past Nadal in the clay. I think he won one French, Akbar. You could fact check me on that. That would be yeah. pretty helpful. To but the many. other argument for Nadal with that is he's also beat Federer quite a few times on grass as well. And that's Federer's sweet spot. Sweet spot, right? So I don't know. It's I like he's gone Akbar to his was, turf. He's yeah. gone to his turf and beat him. Federer hasn't really beat him on his turf. So I'm like, that's why I say if anyone, probably Nadal will eclipse Federer. Fuck, no way. No chance. I don't think so. I hope not, because I'm Federer is obviously my favorite athlete of all time. Let go of Second your feelings, Jay. Let go. Let go of your feelings. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, and, and this I, I is another topic. I, I don't know. Does does titles equate? Does Is titles only the definition for a GOAT? Is That's why I was saying it out loud in tennis. 
it, 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 it kind of has to be unless you have, you know, 21 titles and 19 of them are on the clay, then you're not the GOAT because you can only win on one surface. That doesn't make you the greatest. But if someone has, let's say, 18 titles and they have, you know, four on each and maybe two extra on the others, that's a bit more well-rounded. That, to me, is more of a GOAT. But here's my, here's my argument to that. So before Nadal, uh, Joker, and Federer came along, Pete Sampras couldn't win on clay, had never won on clay. Mm-hmm. But he was considered the greatest was in he? many people's eyes. Well, he had the most Grand Slams. Yeah, I think 14. he was the greatest during that time. Okay, I don't that's, think that's what ever... I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, the goats have to like kind of uh, coincide with their generation a little bit because, because especially since the game completely evolves, like basketball or NHL from 50 years ago, you're gonna have a goat from that era. But you can't just say uh, Bobby Orr is gonna be. Like he's gonna transition to the today's game, he just can't. Like yeah. even though no, he was a fit, right? Sure. But the right. term "goat" is all time. It's up until now. Mm-hmm. It takes True. into account day one to now of all time of all basketball. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. That's my take, and same with tennis. Right now, Federer is better than <clears throat> any other tennis player who has ever played tennis. Tom Brady it's- is a better quarterback than any quarterback that has ever played it's debatable See, uh, I, I agree have, with I, you i agree with I, you i totally agree with you that it's debatable but like are you ever yeah. going to see a goat that's from the 70s like is there a 70s goat yeah sometimes i mean bill russell won one like we talked about with a rash he won 13 or sorry 11 sorry he won 11 you know what i mean like but he could have been on a good team you don't he know was on a very good team but like i mean yeah it's tough man it's tough i have different goats i have different categories it's it's tough <laughs> it sounds like a podcast in Greece. Yeah, uh, well, my goats are the best goats. Okay? <laughs> my goats are the best. I have goats in this one. I have goats in this one. I can say that because I have Greek heritage and I have been to Greece. So those are all legitimate things I can say. I am also Greek. Oh, <clears throat> That's true. Okay, next, we got to move on. Akbarios. Akbarios. This is turning into a tennis podcast. We got to move on. We got to move on. I know. It's guys. amazing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so I was uh, hanging out with Nat this weekend and one of my favorite sports movies of all time came on. The Sandlot. Oh, nice. So I want to hear, and I'm putting you guys on the spot a little bit. I want to hear you guys' top five movies of all time. Let's debate that. Sports Wait, movies, movies or, or sports just movies? general? Sports nice movies. Segue. Sports okay. movies. What did I say? Just movies? No, sports movies. Okay. Sports on the spot, I'm just going to say things as they come. I, I'm going to be a, maybe alone on this one, but Goon. Goon <laughs> was a very good sports movie to me. <laughs> okay. Again, oh, God. there's no okay. like director awards happening here but i've watched it maybe four times and i just think it's a pretty cool movie oh my god this is gonna be a terrible top five okay go on continue <laughs> um field of dreams i know Ooh, it's on your list i know it's on dang, akbar's list um mm. akbar just spit them out as they come because i i, I can't think of too uh, many. i mean i'm just gonna kind of rifle out the ones that i remember as a kid i love i love rookie of the year because i always thought <laughs> I, I was gonna have that arm and so I was just like, man, something's just going to happen to me when I wake up one day. Garden hosen. Rowan Garner. Got got Totten. You're in. <laughs> you remember that? We could yeah, never yeah. say his name. Barely. And then the last game, he's, he said his name, right? Rowan Gartner. Oh, that's you're, right. That's right. You're, you're, and they're like, did he just say my name right? I actually love that movie. It's legit. Uh, that's a good I one. I think that... That made me toss, throw my arm out uh, a few times. <laughs> uh, uh, slap shot. Okay. 
Slap Shot's legendary. Yeah. Mighty Ducks would be in the same era for me. Oh, I yes. really liked Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. One or two, not including three, because that was terrible. Because to it be was what? Because why? It was stupid. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, go on. I, I don't think I know the difference between one and two. It's been so long Come that on. Mighty Ducks, they're all starting to blend together, to be honest with you. I know three Come was bad. On. Three was Come bad. On. Okay, okay the I'll, original. I'll remind I'll you. The original. Number two was the Iceland. 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 Yes. Whatever Iceland was. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. D two. D two. Come on, man. The, I'm yeah. gonna toss in the uh, the the replacements in there. Replace <laughs> <laughs> Joe uh, Joe Joe Falco. Joe Falco. I love uh, that guy. Keanu Reeves. Uh, what about Ed? Have you seen Ed? Oh my God. This, what are you doing? Rudy. Rudy. Oh no, the one with Denzel Washington. That one was fantastic. Remember the Titans. Remember Legendary. the Titans. That's yes. a great one. There we go. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Did someone already say the go. replacements? You said the replacements, Akbar? Yeah, that wasn't that yeah. good, was it? Okay, it what was, about um, the one where Adam Sandler goes to jail? The Longest Yard. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Burt Reynolds? I mean... It was a, it was a remake. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Nelly? Nelly? <laughs> All right, Beach, what, what are your top five? I got White Man Can't Jump. Oh, Ooh, very good. One. Very, very good. Damn, why didn't I choose that one? Hoosiers? Legendary, oh, yeah, another good one. Yeah, I do not know that. Um, one. I think you got one. You guys, you mentioned uh, Remember the Titans, Akbar, uh, Rudy. When you guys mm -hmm. mentioned Rudy, yeah, and Akbar. then and then Sandlot, those are my top five. Nice, this is a hard one on the spot, but I think we named off a few good ones. You guys named off some good ones. There's one more that's in my head, and I, I can't remember what it was, but uh, um, I was going through it the other day too. I can't remember. There was there was quite a few good ones, and a lot of the same, same ones kept coming up. Um, there's one like a, a, a made for TV movie with Adam Sandler, uh, where he's like a tennis player. He's supposed to be like Bjorn Borg type thing. And it's just <laughs> pure <laughs> hilarity, stupidness. Uh, is it like it? the longest no, not, match or something? Not Andy Was Sandler. It? You said Adam Sandler or Andy Sandberg? Andy Sandberg. Did yeah, the Sandler? longest, the longest said, match or something Sandler. like that, right? Yeah. I mean, no, I like think that. they're making yeah. fun of the, um, the Mahout game against Isner. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was fantastic. I mean, I thought it was hilarious from a, as a tennis fan. Like yeah, it. so people, I feel like the backstory should be happening here for Ed, the movie Ed. It's it's Joey, um, Joey from Friends. Matt LeBlanc becomes a pitcher after befriending a chimpanzee. I'm not going to ruin the rest of the plot. I don't think it would be fair. <laughs> I also think this. we need to to cover that why because it was stupid. We've done it a few times. So Barry Bonds during his his when he was hitting all those home runs. Um, was just getting peppered with questions about steroids and juicing and why his head was so big and all this nonsense. <laughs> and then he was just so he was just so fed up. He's always been very short and very much of a dick to the media. So they were interviewing him in a stall after a game, <laughs> and me and Jay probably do this I don't know once a month to each other. And one reporter was just like, uh, you know, can you tell me? The reason why your head grew from this size <laughs> to this size over this this span. Can I play it? I got the audio. Yeah, I got yeah, the yeah, audio. Play. I got the go audio. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Hopefully we get clearance for this. Next question, because it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. The reporter uh, asked a bad question. And he says, <laughs> next question. He next. says, why? Next question. Because <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> Very, very so, good sound. I know, I know so one movie you regret not uh, listing off there, Jay. Okay, what is it? It does star your friend, uh, the chimpanzee. Adam oh, he's got, oh, Happy Gilmore. There you Happy go. Happy Gilmore. Oh, Tin nice. Cup's another one. 
Tin Cup. Another yeah, great costume. Tin Cup. Man, I've seen a lot of these movies multiple, multiple times. I take back my goon. If we're going top five, goon is not in there. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jay. I was very worried. Extremely you were right. worried. You were right to ridicule that off the bat. I think oh I got overexcited because I had seen it recently, but uh, you're right. There's way a, better movies. That was terrible. Good call, Akbar. Happy Gilmore is definitely oh. in at least double digits for me. Maybe. Major League. I also saw it on the oh, list. Oh, yeah. That was on the top of my head, too. Yeah. Are those the Charlie Major. Sheen ones? Yeah. Yeah. The All first three one of them. Knows. All three of them are good, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those are Wild thing. Really Wild thing. Wild that song thing. cannot be heard the same way. Uh, who's the guy that steals bases? Oh my god! What's it's usually? It's, it's uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. What's his name though in the movie? I can't remember his name. Oh, it's oh. killing me. Uh, fat checker, Akbar. What is the name of <laughs> Wesley Snipes' character in Major League? Uh, yes, good fact check. I agree. And we also uh, need to know how many titles did Federer win on clay? One. Uh, I'm gonna say one. It's yeah, been one. Yeah, I think that's what I said. One. Okay, you did awesome. say one. One. And then I'm curious for the, uh, what's the question that he's fact-checking now? Uh, Wesley Snipes' name in uh, Major League. Is it a if factor? I, like, is it like a funny, is it a fast-sounding name? It's like, like they, something, It's he's got like a nickname kind of like. Willie Mays Hayes. Yes, <laughs> yes there you go, right. Willie Mays Hayes. Wait, isn't uh, that a real baseball player's name, Beach? Uh Willie Mays, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. if that's related. That's actually, what? you know what, that, that's crazy. That is Barry Bonds' godfather. Wesley Willie Snipes Mays? or Willie Mays? Willie Mays. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Mays is Willie Mays. Willie Mays. The real Wesley Mays. Snipes is Barry Bonds' godfather? Uh, too good. Or that grandfather? Was great. Good topic, Beach. Like, nice. I feel um, like we covered most of them. Yeah, we're good. Let's there's lots. On. We can go on forever on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, I'll bring up another one. There's, uh, I mean, let's focus on Hawk. Well, okay. This one should be quick. Let's do the, let's do it. Sure. Uh, no, no, no. Let's do this one. Alex Galchenyuk. Um, hockey player. Mm-hmm. He is now going to be playing. Sorry, he got traded three times in the last two weeks. Ugh, and he's now going to be playing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He'll be playing on his seventh team in the last two and a half years. So that is what I wanted to do to know was as a player, put yourself in his shoes. He has been tossed around. He didn't even have time to go to the U.S., to Carolina, from his trade from Ottawa last week. He didn't even have time to get there before they said, hold on, hold on. You're going to stay in Canada because Toronto's actually picking you up. (laughs) He didn't get to leave to his next city before Uh. another team already got him. So seven teams in two and a half years. As an athlete, how, how are you not completely embarrassed and completely dejected? Would that not hit you? Or do you think you could suck it up and go? I feel like as a pro, you have to suck it up and go. But I mean, it's his numbers are down for a reason. So many teams have lost faith. Now he's just like a salary cap guy. It's just like, can you just take this contract, please, so that we can create room for this guy? Or it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate. But as a pro, I'm sure some of those guys are just used to it. Is it easier when you're making five mil? Like he's got signed on with five mil with the Habs um, and he got passed around. That makes it a little bit easier. But oh, think sure. about ego. Think about your ego, man. You're in a locker room. You walk in. Okay. You just walked into a team <laughs> and they're like, What's this it? is his seventh team in the last two. And they're not, you don't think they're looking at him like, what is going on with this guy? What's that grandpa, uh, grandpa Simpson meme where he comes in the room, <laughs> puts his hat on. <laughs> Does a tour, grabs his hat, walks out. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. Once he see, yeah, once he sees Bart working there, he just does yeah. a quick U-turn out the door. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's the uh, thing. Like, how do you get comfortable? You bring your family. I don't think he has family. He's pretty young. But imagine you're in your you're 30 years old. You're still decent, or you think you are, and you got you're bringing your kids, your wife. You pack up. Two weeks later, you're gone again. That's got to be. That's I don't tough. Know. That's tough. Um, and to be honest, it's just that's that's how it is sometimes as a professional athlete, right? You just you're making the good thing is he's making like you said he's making five million dollars no matter what no matter like they can't do anything about that so well, now he's making kind of, one he started at five he's down to one yeah, so they're so chipping so millions away from you and they're 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 killing your ego you're walking into a change room and you're like yeah hey i know sorry guys in advance i'm probably gonna leave soon but do you want to play for a bit Akbar, has he dressed has he dressed at all sorry before you go to Akbar. He, 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 when he came to Ottawa at the start of the year, he played, I believe he sat the first four games. Okay. And, and then like as a healthy scratch and then he played, I think two or three. And then I can't exactly tell you, I, I will, when Akbar's answering, I'll fact check that. Okay. But then he got quickly sent over to Carolina and he didn't have time to actually get to Carolina before Toronto's like, uh, uh, Carolina said, we're trading you. And they traded them to Toronto. So he's literally going now from Ottawa to Carolina to Toronto in a matter of, Two days. How did the quarantine stuff work with that? I That's wonder. why he didn't leave for the States. Mm. He was still under 14-day quarantine. Oh, my God. Okay, Axe, go ahead. What were we going to ask, Axe? I, I wasn't going to say anything. No, he was going to ask you something, though. Jay, yeah, what were we gonna if ask? that's you. If you're, let's say, a professional hockey player, and you're on your seventh team in two and a half years, mm. are you dejected, or are you, are you thinking, that's fine, whatever, let's go? I mean, I, I mean... It, I can't put my head into that guy's into that that guy's. Well, head. go to work, Akbar. Think about your work. You sign a new contract with your work. They cut your work. They cut your contract short. They sign for six month retainer. They cut you off after one and say, you know what, you're going somewhere else. So it's demoralizing, sure, but yeah. I mean at the same time, this is your job. You got to go back to work, right? And so, I mean, I think at a certain point, you also depending on if he just wants the money, then he's he's just he's just cruising. He's happy getting. I'd, I'd be happy getting a million dollars just to play something that's fun to do. Um, but uh, but that I mean, one million Mike turned to zero. He's trending. He's lost five million dollars over the span of two and a half years. Like he's trending to get far less. But yeah, I mean, it's in your best interest to kind of prove everyone wrong and prove your your worth, right? So it's it's in his best interest to kind of make sure that he's either staying put or getting more money where wherever he goes next. So, I so mean, uh, uh, me, I, I, I would be, I'd have an ego issue. I'd have a self-esteem issue. I would be playing every shift, shitting my pants, knowing they're constantly under the radar. You mess up one thing on the ice. Imagine beach, the two refs, the, no, not the two refs, the two coaches, you know, when the coaches put their paper over their mouth and they whisper to their assistant coach, you know, they're doing <laughs> that every time you fuck up a pass, He's every time you come up terrible fucking and it's the awful. old, like, why did we, why, why did we trade up? <laughs> Oh, he knows. He knows who. Oh, okay. How much does he cost? Okay, <laughs> consider him traded. Can we can we trade him right now? Can we? <laughs> no, he still hasn't him? signed our contract. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to bring that up because it's uh, that that's that's painful. I was just thinking it is painful. I couldn't. I wouldn't play well. There's no way you can come out there with any confidence and play well. Hockey, sports oh, yeah. are about confidence. If you have no confidence, you're fucked. You know that from basketball, Beach. Oh, totally. If you're getting benched, that's like demoralizing as is. If you're just like switching teams, like switching t-shirts, like <laughs> awful. God. But then it doesn't it just take one team to kind of like where you gel with enough people where you're, you're actually making a difference because of the chemistry? 
Seven teams, Akbar. Seven teams. <laughs> That's a lot of teams in <laughs> in two and a half years, and one of these years was COVID, so there wasn't really a season. Oh. Are we still getting traded? Throwing it he, back to uh, your your favorite movie, Goon <laughs> Goons. Goon. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of that that main like the one of the main characters in that where he's just he was the star, and now. He, he he's underperforming because of I don't forget what incident happened to him. In the, in Honestly, the though, he was actually so Akbar. Just give you a little background. So Montreal yeah. drafted him. He was he was in Montreal forever, and they're like, this guy has so much potential. You know, like he's going to be like you know the future of the franchise. Not the main, like not the franchise player, but he's going to be on this team for a long time. And they were just trying to figure out why this guy never. He's just one of those busts. Like he just never showed his full potential. They moved him to center. They moved him to left wing, right wing, de- defense, goalie. goalie. No, yeah, <laughs> head coach, uh, film operator. Like they just and he could. They it's a film that. operator. <laughs> it's it's film not even operator. a thing. Not even. Well, he operates film. <laughs> um, he's the so boom guy. He's the boom guy. Yeah. So it just it never worked for him. So Montreal finally just said we're done with this guy. They got Max Domi for him too. Remember that? Yes. It's a he's decent switch. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. I liked it. That was it's good. A, it's a, I, I just trying to, I guess we should make that preface. Like what I was, what I'd like to do and we're doing it a lot and we're doing it well, actually beach, especially you is to talk about something that's right now happening in the NHL or sorry, in the sports world and not necessarily beating that topic down. Cause we've probably already heard it, but to right. see how that relates to the everyday. And in my opinion, and Akbar for you, you have a lot of contract work. And if they enter contract early and say, we're not in, no longer interested in your services, that's an ego bruiser. Imagine it six more times over the next two years. Like, you got to give look in the mirror and be like, "Is my work shit, or is this just a bad fit?" I've had that conversation every single day of my life. So, uh. <laughs> and you're still here, man. You're doing good. Still uh, making money. Beach, you're making a mill, eh? Just like Alchenia. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> in the closet, and you're living in the. Clo- <laughs> this actually is my apartment. I'm renting it off. <laughs> The person <laughs> you're subletting during your podcast. Yeah, my, my bed is actually this wall right here. Every hour counts, man. Uh, Sublet your condo for as often as you can. I've been trying to avoid looking at Akbar's screen because every <laughs> time that I do, I start I start getting the giggles. Uh, oh, yeah, buddy. Good. Um, all right. So the anthem being played before games. Have you guys heard about this at all? In Dallas? Yeah, in Dallas. So I'll break it down for you. So the Dallas Mavericks started their season for 13 games. They didn't play the national anthem for 13 games. Someone asked Mark Cuban about it, and he just said, why, why do we need to play the anthem before games? They don't play the anthem before anything, pretty much, other than sporting events. Why do we need to do it? So the NBA heard about it, caught wind, and now they have to play. Now there's like a mandate that they have to play the anthem before games. I think it's personally... I think it's pointless. Mm. I want to get your guys' view on surprised it. Surprised on that. I'm surprised that. Jay, go ahead. That, no, that surprises me that you'd say it's pointless because you're a traditional guy and it's pure tradition for me. When you see the guys line up at the blue line, they get jacked up, man. I don't know if it's a routine thing because hockey's so heavily routine and same with basketball. It's a time to stand there. Even if they're not taking it for its patriotic meaning, they're standing there. They're thinking about their game. They're getting amped up. And sometimes people get chills. Sometimes people get chills. So you're saying, no thanks, not needed. Go ahead and don't play it. But just to be clear, Olympics, different story, right? Yes. Okay. 
So listen, World I disagree Cup, with World you. Cup, I, World Cup, World Cup. Anything story. where you're representing your country. I Correct. get it. The anthem is weird in sports because you're not necessarily representing a country. You're representing the team that's paying you. But for me, I'd like to keep it there because even though I forward through it most of the time, I like to I like it as a as a routine warm up and routine kind of moment of uh, moment of focus for the players before they start because otherwise they do shoot. What would they do, Beach? Let's think about it. They'll come out. They'll have shoot around. They'll go back to the locker room. They'll come out and just go to center ice. Starting lineups. Boom, 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 boom. Jump ball. Starting lineup. Yeah, man. I, they did it if for I have the option, games. if they have it for the option, I'd say keep it. They did it for thirteen games and nobody noticed. Nobody. <laughs> That's so got to say something. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> thirteen games. So here's my question. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. okay. The reason why nobody noticed is because no one's fucking there. There's no crowd. There's still. There's been thirteen other teams. Well, not thirteen. They probably played a couple teams a couple times. And no one said anything. Oh, you mean the opposing teams? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 13 teams. games now is what, like five different teams, six different teams? But about that? Let's just say five or six. I was going to say it's different with the pandemic world because the coverage doesn't probably start until the anthems will be over anyways. There's no one in the crowd singing. But yeah, the team's not saying anything. They probably were just like, all right, cool. Let's go with it. Let's go. Akbar, what do you think? I um kind of impartial to this one. I'm Boo. it doesn't Boo. really bother me if it is or if it isn't. I mean, as a spectator, I really hated standing up cuz I'm very unpatriotic. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> My I, goodness. No. Uh I'm just lazy fat ass. Um to be clear for the record who can't see, Akbar weighs about 140 pounds. <laughs> um I I mean, I do like the tradition. I mean, I like hearing the organs classical organs when they used to have them in the hockey arenas this is this is part of like the same kind of you know tradition i don't know sure it doesn't really bother me if they're in or not to be honest so beach says see you later i say keep him akbar doesn't care uh, yeah and and i'll just i'll just gonna say this do they before a concert do they play the national anthem what it sounds that's stupid, a quote right? you pulled that quote from someone no definitely- I, I, no i'm serious i didn't pull it from anywhere do they do do they? No, they don't. It's just it to me it makes no sense. The Olympics, I totally get it. 100%. Blast it all you want. World Cup, I get it. All the world events, the world championships, do it. It doesn't make sense. Well, hold stand- on. I'm thinking about this now. I agree. I was you were starting to convince me, so I was thinking about how to push back and think about if you're a Russian playing Actually, no, that fucks up because if you're a Russian playing for Montreal, mm. you're going to hear the Canadian anthem. It means nothing to Correct. you. Correct. It means nothing. It, yeah. It's pointless. Like, it's honestly pointless. And then I was even thinking, like, okay, well, the Raptors were playing, whatever, the Miami Heat. I'm like, half those players, not even half, the majority of those players are American. So Yeah, and a cares? lot of the American teams, I remember they made some finals. I think when it comes to NHL, you and I always talk about this beach, you know, who, who are we cheering for between, let's say, uh, Boston and Anaheim. Who gives right. a shit? And what right. do we do? We pick the team that has the most Canadian players on it. Correct. But neither of them are going to hear a Canadian anthem. So <laughs> I think true. I've been convinced in this uh, six-minute segment. I've convinced yes. that if they drop it, I'm fine with it. Those are points getting given to me. Oh, good reference. You like that? You like What's that? the show called again? Around the Horn, is it? Yeah, no. nice. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Sweet. Trademark. Trademark. Patent pending. All right, okay. so Akbar is uh, 
Indifference, John, I convinced you. No yep. anthem and myself, no anthem. I like it. Okay. Okay. Let's I'll do, do one more. And then Axe, if you want to jump in with one as well, we can do it. This one's easy. Do you guys like home runs in baseball? <laughs> yes. Akbar, do you know what a home run is in baseball? It's when the, the guy goes to first, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. It, that's it's when the ball there. gets pitched, bat hits, hits, and run. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. um, Big Poppy, Big Poppy, David Ortiz comes out with a comment that says, home run, all these new baseball players are going for home run. These home run hitting baseball players are making baseball fucking boring, was his quote. <laughs> and I find that funny because that's not true. And secondly, he was a home run hitter. So to <laughs> me, the irony is hilarious. You have a guy who just pretty much got paid millions of dollars because he crushed home runs to now saying that all players in baseball are coming up just trying to swing for the fences and hit home runs and it's making baseball boring because it is increasing strikeouts. Now, again, he hit, I think it was 200 and no, he had 541 home runs. That is a lot. And he had 2,472 hits. Now, whatever the math is of 2,400 divided by 541, but that's close to 25% of his hits are home runs. That's clearly a home run hitter. And he struck out all the time. And yet he's ironically saying that people who are doing that is making baseball boring. Number one, that's dumb. Number two, I think fucking home runs are awesome. What do you guys think? Right. I, th I definitely think home runs are awesome. Um, to Pappy, Big Pappy's defense here, he is one of the greatest hitters of all time um definitely baseball uh, like regular hitters like on base regular hitters yeah he rarely struck out he was very hard to get out and how many um, singles how many doubles and triples did he make in his career uh he hit quite a few doubles not very many triples at all <laughs> no, let's be honest his but doubles yeah mm, he, he might have i think he had few. like single digit his triples Maybe. i think were 60 but he okay. was on base all the time he rarely struck out rarely struck out and i hated him because i'm, I'm a yankees guy and i used to watch him just destroy my Yankees constantly playoffs clutch hitter. So I'll, I'll defend him on that part. Um, I mean, if he wants to make that argument, cause he was a very high average uh, and very good hitter and clutch hitter as well. Fine. But to say that home runs are ruining the game, it's a little stupid to me. I think it's not the home run piece, Beach. I think it's the yeah. fact that he thinks everyone's trying to crank it. And I've seen home run hitters. Like I think well, Jay Bruce, like a Jay Bruce comes to mind. Like he just swings for the fences and that's it. He doesn't know what a single double or triple is. It's home run right. or it's a strikeout. And I agree. That's kind of boring. Yeah, well, they are. They're swinging the because the baseballs are juiced. So literally pop-ups are turning into home runs. So uh, Okay. People, they're changing that. I'm not sure if you saw that there. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw they're changing. They, that they denied year. that they're juicing the baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> and now this year they're deadening oh, oh. the baseballs. Oh, interesting. But they were never juiced, but they're deadening no. the baseballs. But honestly, like there were so many, I don't know if like watching baseball over the last four or five years, like you would just see a ball hit up and you're like, oh, that's, that's like to the warning track or not even to the warning track. That's just a, a, a fly out. And it's like the ball just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. It's a it's video on. game. That sounds like, like a video what? game situation. And pitchers are confused. Pitchers are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like that was literally a pop up. That should have been a, that should have been an out. And it's literally flying out of the stadium. So I feel I mean, bad for I, pitchers this last year, two years ago, because it's yeah. clear the baseballs are actually trying to be. They're they're they've been juiced <laughs> to get more home runs for ratings 100, for sure, for sure, one hundred percent. So. I think it'll go back to normal where people aren't just swinging for your, the fences. Who's your boy in Chicago? Um, uh, Baez? Is it Baez? Baez. Javier Baez. Yeah. 
he just swings for defenses. That guy, like, I'm shocked he doesn't blow out his shoulder or his hamstring just swinging because he that's literally all he does is swing for home runs i think those are the players that he's referencing and i agree with that piece because they just want the glory of the home run and that's not cool kansas city won a world series doing the exact opposite of that they won a world series by hitting the ball properly oh i need a double i will aim for a double you need me to hit a single i'll do that bunt sure okay (laughs) i'll get an out just to advance the runner they didn't care about stats and he's right Watching Kansas City win that year was very exciting. It was. They were very good. They beat the Jays, right? In the, it's not the LDS? That, yeah, but that was that was the year before that they won everything. And okay. I think the following year they beat the Jays, if I'm not okay. mistaken. I don't yeah. think they won the World Series, though. They lost in the... They lost in the... Oh, the did small they win? ball year? The small ball year? I thought yeah. they may have won it. I thought... Oh, fat checker. <laughs> uh, could you find out when the year the Kansas City Royals won the World Series? He's already on it. He's using one hand because I think <laughs> the other hand doesn't fit in his closet. You know what was impressive last week was Arash talking to us while looking it up, like not breaking sentence. Like, yeah, that was impressive that was, stuff. That was what, impressive. What were we asking? Kansas City what? Kansas, Kansas City Royals. Royals World the, Series uh, win. They they won one and I think came to the finals in the one previous or the one after. They definitely uh, went to back-to-back and then their team was destroyed. I don't even know what happened. They won back-to-backs, you think? They I thought they went to back-to-back to World, like back-to-back World Series. They went and they won. They, but I don't think they won. Did they? They won one of them. They and had I think to they have. lost in the finals to the other. They had yep. to have. They had to. 2015? Have. Sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. That sounds right. And 1985. They won in 2015? <laughs> Did um, they win? Sorry. It's okay. Uh, do you have another topic? Have you done three? Uh, I've done three, yeah. Okay. I can go through errors and omissions if you they like. Won. They won. They, they won. They won in 2015? They okay. Won. They did win. Yeah, no, that was fun. I agree. That was a very fun year of baseball. They played baseball so well. Like, it was fun to watch, even though they beat... No, no, they didn't beat the Jays. Yes, they did. They beat the Jays, didn't they? They did beat the Jays. Remember that kid in Kansas City reached over and stole a home run from us? I remember that. Or no, he caught a home run from Kansas City that wasn't going to be a home run. I was at your house. We watched it. It was going to hit the wall, but the kid reached down, caught it from on the field, and then he was getting pictures taken of him. He was famous for a couple of days. Oh, that drove me nuts because it definitely caused us the game. That um, was frustrating. Yeah, Akbar, is there anything you wanted to bring up before we do some errors and omissions? Um, no specific topic. Maybe uh, who are you guys going to think? Who, who are you guys thinking is going to take the uh, the Australian Open? We have uh, Zverev, Djokovic lining up. We have Rublev, Medvedev. Will Nadal we have and Nadal? Will Nadal face Djokovic in the finals? Is that possible? Are they on different sides of the bracket? Yes. Yeah. So it's, Nadal, it's Nadal versus Djokovic, and then I think. Oh, don't say it! Don't say it! He can't be beat. That's the problem. He can't be beat because he's actually not that hurt, and he's the best tennis player right now. So I think Djokovic meets Nadal in the finals. Akbar. I think it's me, Medvedev, uh, facing off. I, I think. I mean, Nadal's also kind of injured a little bit as well. Uh, but uh, I'm hoping, just because the picks that I made in my bracket, that uh, Medvedev's <laughs> going to win. And I, I do, I really do believe in him. Uh, like I, he's got a good future. So he's, I, he's I do good. believe. Yeah, I, I, I do believe more so in Nadal's injury than I do in Djokovic's. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think Nadal is pretty. His service is down about ten. They're saying ten miles an hour, an hour right now. What's his uh, injury? His back, is it back? His lower back. Lower back. Oh yeah. shit! That's not good. So he's playing through it, and uh, he's doing a good job so far. But um, yeah, I, I think I, I think, and and assuming that Djokovic is somewhat mildly injured, uh, I think Medvedev takes it. Yeah, Medvedev hasn't lost a set 
And he's scary. Scary, scary good. Calm. Love watching him play. What about you, Beach? I'm going to go with Nadal. I got to go with Nadal. I just hope he meets Joker and just destroys him. Same. Please. please. I, I, I hope Roy, that happens Roland too. Roland Styles. Yes. That's, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I hope that happens too. But uh, there's, no one's going to crush Djokovic right now. Unless he, again, decides he's not interested in playing and f- finds something wrong. Or he just goes topless at another tour and gets. Yes, shout out to Nick Kyrgios for calling him out and saying, "I'm sorry, he's a weird cat. I just can't get behind and like a guy who goes shirtless during a pandemic." And that statement was so bang on. It is bang Uh, on. It's so true. Um, Beach errors and omissions, not many, just a couple. Um, So we actually didn't go through our Super Bowl results uh, that we had, (laughs) like our predictions. Yes. So why don't we do that very quickly? So Jay, you had Tampa forty-two thirty-five. <laughs> yep. Brady winning MVP. So you're right about MVP. Yep. Uh, Dave had uh, KC thirty-one twenty-seven and Mahomes winning MVP. He was way off. He lost for the first time in his life. <laughs> yeah, his first <laughs> loss. <laughs> his first loss ever. Um, and then I had Tampa twenty-seven twenty-one with Brady winning MVP. So I think I won that. Yeah, closest. Totally. Yes. You're way okay, off, I like closest it. for sure. Um, and then last week, I said Yogi Berra had 13 rings. He does have 13 rings, but he's got 10 as a player and three as a manager. So Bill Russell still holds a crown with 11. Nice correction. That's a good correction. And then uh, what I wanted to do was to give a shout out to a sport that I genuinely and ignorantly didn't know existed. And that is something that Akbar may have noticed. It is wheelchair tennis. Have you been noticing the amount of wheelchair tennis that's being televised this year? The Aussie Open has a channel or two channels now dedicated entirely to it. And I've caught myself, I caught myself watching quite a bit. It is an impressive, impressive sport. The only real difference is that there's no limits on how many times the ball can bounce. When the ball goes over, I think it can bounce three times, Akbar. Maybe I'm wrong, but because I've seen it bounce, I thought I saw it bounce more than twice, but maybe I'm wrong. Either way, uh, it's impressive to watch and it it can make you feel really lazy when you watch these guys busting their ass to get to a ball that's on the other side of the court that quickly on wheels. Impressive stuff. So there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people because there's some that are unranked. So there's over 50 of those guys at the Aussie Open. Oh, shit. And it's it's cool to watch. It's it really uh, it's really nice to see. Akbar, did you, did you fact check the uh, bounces? It's two, yeah. It yeah. is two bounces? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I watched a bit too. I mean, it just makes me, I mean, I don't know, makes me kind of appreciate things a little bit more, puts things in perspective a little bit. But Jesus, like they're they're like supreme athletes, man. Like the way they have to maneuver, like they're constantly moving. They can't stop. Like they have to constantly like, be like moving around to, to get to balls. It's it's pretty phenomenal watching yeah, that. Yeah, it's cool. I just, I had never seen it, never had the privilege of actually seeing it on TV. So it's cool they're showing it and I'm glad they're getting the, uh, the coverage Agreed. that they deserve. And it's cool. Yeah. Anybody very cool. Um, all right. That's all I had on my side, Beach. What do you think? I love it, man. That's awesome. Thanks for bringing that up. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So thanks for bringing that to my attention. Okay. I think that's it. That's all Wrap I have. Her up. Akbar, let's take us home, buddy. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to do like a little soft plug for myself, uh, just because I know our fan is listening for sure. So uh, <laughs> to our fan, uh, please follow me. At, at APD Beats. That's the guys that make this music. It's really, really good. I agree with that. Uh, I completely agree with that. It's bomb. That's good. 
But also, uh, guys, follow us on Unscripted Playbooks. Why are you changing your voice? Why are you Why are you making yourself sound like a radio <laughs> DJ from the 40s? I'm not. This is how I talk. No. I am in a closet. <laughs> I am in a closen right now. <laughs> Listen uh, to yourself. When you're editing this, listen to your voice compared to your normal voice, and that was not you. BJ, do you agree? Or <laughs> All right, just guys. I agree. I agree. He went guys. into like 50s DJ kind of thing. This is oh. Akbar talking. Akbar DJ. <laughs> DJ Akbar. <laughs> Please listen to my music. <laughs> I can so change smooth. shirts and try this again if you yeah. want to. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, unscripted P. B, P as in peanut, B as in butter. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something that's not butter after peanut. Uh, um, P, follow- peanut, B, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> follow these guys. Uh, they'll be tweeting. They'll be Instagramming. And then uh, also rate and review uh, these guys as, as, as much as these guys hate getting this kind of uh, attention and asking for so 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 to speak groveling so to speak it's not um but yeah if you guys can rate and review that'd be awesome it really helps us shoot up the ranks and kind of get us uh more more eyes on this podcast and the more eyes uh on this the more that these guys will be loving doing this more and more and more and hopefully one day it'll lead to a sponsorship like cavi beautiful whiskey (laughs) with the flavor of coffee <laughs> uh, and and actually feedback. We got some feedback from Rash after it, which he's uh, which has been really really helpful. And I think we've actually already started to use that. So appreciate that to a Rash. And Dave gave us well, he just more made fun of us than gave us feedback. But whatever, <laughs> he's going to come on. He's going to come on again for sure. Yeah, there's a dream team of Rash and Dave one day. Maybe maybe fun. we'll get them both. That'll it's going to cost us a lot to get them both, but we'll see. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, you're you're always welcome, my friend. And thanks again for making everything sound so cool afterwards. We appreciate it. And uh, so, this will be available in a couple of days, I assume. Is the interview starting with for me now, or yeah. you guys are interviewing me? Yeah, right after we hit stop, just stay on yeah. the line. We're going to come exactly. back and we're going to interview. So just wait. We're going to talk about how I came third in high jump, and then they <laughs> came back ten minutes later saying I miscalculated. <laughs> we actually came in fourth. <laughs> so and close I was to celebrating it so to close. all my friends. Don't worry, if, Listen, it, if, man. It, if, if that happened in 2021, Akbar, they would have just said, you know what, we messed up, but here's your first place <laughs> ribbon anyways. But now it was Next back time. then, they took it away from you. So. No, they took it away. The bronze is away. hard to get, Akbar. The bronze is always the tough one. Because it it's it usually two one. really good athletes and then the best of the worst, you know? <laughs> With yeah. that, signing off. Just a quick reminder, Black Lives Matter. Peace out. Peace out.